Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Dang! Dang! Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Che, we got Jay Moore, we got you on a Super Bowl football Friday with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is the telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the show going with your conversation and watching all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. Don't forget in an hour, we got shot or no shot. We got so much on the plate here on this football Friday here on Chicago's home for sports. Well, Cap, what did I tell you yesterday? Yesterday, I said, Cap, as we were talking about Kevin Durant going to the Phoenix Suns and we were talking about the trade deadline, I said, boy, it would be nice for the Bulls to be able to do something. I said, from my sources, the only person that would be expendable on this team that I kept hearing was Alex Caruso. And that was even a stretch. And what happens, Cap? Nothing happens. This must be part of the Reinsdorf playbook if you're a general manager for one of his teams. You get to a trade deadline, you get to a point in the season where you say that you pick up the phone, you say that you've tried to be able to make a team better, and then you stand against a cold wall and you tell the the press and the fans, well, we tried. Nothing was out there. We cannot make a move. If you're a Bulls fan today, you have to understand that the team that you root for is as irrelevant in this city as ever at 26 and 29. Here you go, Cap. Another press conference, another general manager telling you, well, we tried. Right out of the Reinsdorf book, just like Han, just like Kenny Williams, just like our, like our Karnaschovas, Art Carney sits there and tells you, well, we tried. That's not good enough. And by the way, just the cherry on the turd sandwich on top of this whole day is that the Nets beat the Bulls, a, a undermanned Nets team in Brooklyn defeat the Bulls. So just a wonderful day if you're a Bulls fan yesterday. My friend, I think you missed it. The Bulls were wildly active at the deadline. Mm-hmm. You missed it. Mm-hmm. I watched that press conference. I watched that general manager slash executive VP, whatever his title is. He's the worst. He is the worst executive we have in this town. Wow. The worst. Okay, let me be clear. This falls at the feet of one man. His name is Arturus Karnaschovas. This is not a Michael Reinsdorf issue. This is not a Jerry Reinsdorf issue because I made calls yesterday so I could come in here and be informed. I was on with Waddle and Sylvie with the boys yesterday. Billy and Zach have a disconnect on the court. They don't dislike each other as people. Zach's just not a very good basketball player in terms of IQ. 
Last night, one rebound, one assist. Ooh, you had 38 points. Mm-mm. Big deal. You got your ass kicked again by an outmanned, as you said, Brooklyn Nets team. But I was told by people who would know. Michael's made it clear. If you could bring me a deal that I got to go in the tax, you think that gives us... He's not asking you to guarantee a championship. Just tell me we got a chance. I'll pay the tax. Brought him nothing. Brought him nothing. I looked around. I didn't see a deal that made sense to improve our club. Then you're incompetent. Let me be clear on what I'm saying here. You are an incompetent executive. If you looked around the landscape and you decided there was not what 30 teams made a de- What was it? How many? Everybody but two. Yes. Made a deal. 28 out of 30 made a deal. 28 out of 30 made a deal. Except the Bulls. Cleveland and the Bulls did not. Well, Cleveland got Donovan freaking Mitchell in the offseason. So they actually did make a big change to their team. What'd we do? Nothing. Nothing. We're going to use the final 28 games to evaluate this group. Arturis, your bus is ready. And it's dropping you off at O'Hare. Get out. I'm done with him. Done. Never speaks. Grants you the honor of his presence yesterday. Let me speak here. We're going to use the last 28 games. And we didn't see anything that made sense for the group. Your group can't shoot. Last night, microcosm of everything that's wrong with this team. Brooklyn outmanned. Their best player is Michael Bridges. What was he doing last night? Sitting in the stands in street clothes, saying, I'm so excited to play at MSG. And the announcer says to him from Brooklyn, "Um, you play at Barclays. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 He's sitting in the stands. Okay. They make 17 threes, Brooklyn. 17. Bulls make five. They shoot 39% from three, above league average. The Bulls shoot 19. That means they made 12 more threes. You were 36 points down then. Yep. 36 down. How are you making that up? And people think Vucevic is the problem? He had 15 points, 17 rebounds. Another monster night. This is a poorly constructed roster by an incompetent front office. Incompetent. Take that. It was um, just a day for the Chicago Bulls. Think about this. Art Carney is telling everybody yesterday in front of the press, uh, you know, we we didn't make a move. There were so many buyers, right? So there were a lot of teams that... Didn't want to take a step back, including us. So we tried to improve our team, but at what cost? And that price was not okay with us. So I think, uh, you know, the next stage for us now that we passed the trade deadline is to evaluate this group next 28 games. Um, like I said, you know, mediocrity and average is, is, is not okay with us. Um, but the next step is what's going to happen for the rest of the season and then how we can address, you know, during the draft and free agency, uh, the shortcomings. Already he's turned the corner. Already he's turned the page on the season. You hear that? Already thinking about the draft and free agency. Who talks about that in February unless you know that you have a, a pile of crap on the west side? Who talks about that? Art Carney talks about it. But see, Bulls fans, I want you to understand something. Cap and I want you to understand something. Like, we told you yesterday, 24 hours ago on this program, that 
we wondered how come Chicago teams are not in on the fun? And we meant in free agency in the draft, how come that the teams that we root for are not part of like big deals, nationwide deals where everyone talks about it? The Chicago Bulls decide to hide yesterday. And we looked at this roster and said, hey, man, if you want to make a big, bold swing, trade somebody or make sure you acquire at least some shooting. At the very minimum, acquire shooting. You think that this team is good enough to, and you still have to evaluate past the All-Star break? There's nothing to evaluate. Here's the evaluation, Art Carney. How about this? Your team doesn't shoot very well. Your star player does not share the basketball as Capitalist laid out for you. 38 points and one assist for, for Zach Levine. You have a young player in Patrick Williams likes to hide in the corner and does not like to get underneath the basket and mix it up. You have DeMar DeRozan, who's smooth, a really good player. But again, is that the difference between a win and a loss? The team aspect that bothers me is that they don't guard. So what is that you have to evaluate? I just laid out for you, Cap just laid out for you, what's wrong with the team? You are lazy. You did not do what you need to do as a general manager, as an executive for this Bulls team. You, yeah, you picked up the phone, but then you didn't accomplish anything. Don't tell me what you did, Han. Don't tell me what you did, Connor Chauvis. Let's see the results. You can, I can pick up the phone. Hello, yellow. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want this guy. Oh, you don't. You don't want this guy. Okay. Well, I did something. Well, that doesn't do. That doesn't satiate me as a Bulls fan. Just because you said you picked up the phone, it's not right, Cap. You are taking advantage of Bulls fans that go to the United Center. They have an emotional and financial attachment to this team. It's not right. But but again, on top of that, the national embarrassment that are the Bulls. Because you know after the trade deadline, people are going to tune in. Oh, the Nets. Look at that. No KD, no Kyrie. Let's see what this, this, this nonsense looks like. Oh, God. They're playing much better under Jacques Vaughn than an established Bulls team. Correct. So that's what you got. So what do you want to evaluate now? The, the Bulls are a national embarrassment. They are. And if our executive in charge of basketball can't look at our team and go, guys, we got to make some changes here. We can't shoot. We don't play connected enough on defense. We don't have a point guard. The guy we signed from New Orleans ain't walking in that door, Lonzo. We got to do something here. Nope. Quote, and I got the quotes right here. I can start by saying we were pretty active at the trade deadline. You were? Referring to phone calls made and received. It just didn't seem like there were deals for us to make to improve this group. After a busy couple of days, we came to the conclusion this was the best group for us to give us the best chance to win. And then they went out and got the ever-living H beaten out of them by a decimated Brooklyn Nets roster. We've been through this a lot already this season. The embarrassment just recently, late January against the Hornets, losing against teams you know that that are not very good, and then you beat some of the good teams. Twenty six and twenty nine is exactly what the Bulls are. That's exactly what they are. But I can't say that I'm surprised. My phone has been burning up from the West Coast to the East Coast of people and executives in front offices around the league asking me what the hell is going on in Chicago. What the hell is going on there? They, people look at the talent like everybody else looks at the roster and say, you should be better than 26 and 29. I know, I say on the other side of the phone. I know. They said, you guys didn't do anything? You know, they, you could have done this, 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 this. And so the whole point is, Cap, is that, yes, was there a deal to be made? If you weren't going to change the lineup, you could have been able to improve the shooting. And they didn't even do that. 
So, so why wouldn't they do that? I, I can't, that's a great question. Jay Crowder, where, where did he end up? Milwaukee. They've got Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, Drew Holiday, Jay Crowder. All they do is keep adding guys that could stretch the floor. That's right. If we got one, people would throw a party around here. We have none. They're holding on to Kobe White, who's going to be a restricted free agent, like we're holding on to John Stockton in his prime. Mm-hmm. Kobe White's okay. I, I, I am just blown away that we put our faith into an executive who does nothing. <laughs> nothing. Did we not ask for change? And rightfully so. We should have had change with Gar and Pax. It, the time was up for both of those guys. Pax has admitted I had my chance. It yes. didn't get done. Get someone else in here to do it. But change does not necessarily mean the same. Correct. Right? When you say change, you want to change in philosophy, change in organizational structure, those kind of changes. This, to me, we could, we could put this show in five or six years ago and say, why didn't Garpax make a move? Because we've done that show Correct. at the deadline. Correct. So what's, what's the difference? Correct. It's the same show we did five years ago. How come the Bulls did not upgrade for the stretch run for the rest of the regular season? Can you explain to me what player development is on the west side of Chicago? Because Lowry Markkinen, he plays for Utah now. He's an all-star. Now, there are people who go, well, Lowry was immature when he was here and he was part of the pro. Then figure it out. The guy is killing it out there. Yeah, it, it's just. We got nothing for him. Nothing. But you know what? And they're going to do the same thing with Patrick Williams. Well, it didn't work. We tried here. He's 21. To put him in the freaking G League, load him down there and let him play. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, let me just make you a promise. And I'm going to make Shea a promise. You know, Bulls, you want to be irrelevant? You want, to, want us to turn the page on you? You know what? Cap and I will do that. Because clearly, Connor Chauvin does not like the heat from shows like this in the press. He clearly doesn't like that. So how about this? How about we don't talk about you after today? How about you're just another team in Chicago? But you know why? Because you're playing this way, and it doesn't make sense for my blood pressure to be up for some loss against some under 500 team or some non-playoff team. You want to be like that? That's just fine. We, we, we talked about, you know, why can't the Bulls get into the fun? And this is why. is because they like to stand pat, but yet they don't like the heat. They don't like you and I talking about it. They don't like it as written. But, uh, hey, do something about it. You can't say in the press conference if you're Connor Chauvis. And says on one hand, Cap, he says, well, you know, we are trying to get the team better. On the other hand, we couldn't find a deal. Well, you got to find a deal to try to make the team better. What do you have to evaluate? There's nothing to evaluate. Well said. Nothing to evaluate. Which Chicago GM do you have the least faith in? Has it become Arturis Karnaschovas? Let's open the phone line, Shay. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. So there you are. The deadline has passed, and the Bulls did zip. Does this sound familiar? Is he the GM that you have the least faith in in Chicago? Let's get your thoughts in here. Coming up next, Captain Jay Hood, 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports. Welcome back to Captain Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. I don't know what the Chicago Bulls are doing. I, I, I really don't. Lonzo Ball isn't expected to come back and play anytime soon, okay? Is Alex he Caruso. Be right I, I, I don't say, know, how long, is, I, I, how long has Zoe been out? That, 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 that's a great question. It seems like he's been out since he signed with the Bulls. Like, huh? I see him, I think, Brandon Roy a little bit now with the knees. It's really concerning. 
And I, I, Alex Caruso, you can get a first-round pick for Alex Caruso, but there was no movement. Conversations between the Knicks and Zach Levine. You heard conversations with the Lakers, potentially in Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic. Vucevic is going to be an unrestricted free agent. He wants to sign back with the Bulls. Now you're wondering if, if the Bulls are going to get Russell Westbrook after he gets bought out by the Utah Jazz if they agree on a buyout. Jay Will on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max this morning on Chicago's home for sports. They're on before us between five and seven. You heard from former Bull Jay Will. Even he's kept scratching his head saying, what's going on with this Bulls team? Captain Jay Hood weekday mornings at seven here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Open phone lines for you. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Just want to know whether or not, based on what we saw here and the trade deadline, have you lost faith in Arturis Carter-Chovis as a general manager? Because I just know that you've taken calls, I've taken calls in my career during that guard packs era where people said, this team cannot get out of the basement. This team cannot be able to get in a position where they're a perennial playoff team. And so here we are again where this Bulls team were, again, grossly underachieving. And it all stems from Karnaschovas not doing anything really different than the previous regime. To me, when you get to the deadline, cap, if you feel like, hey, you know what, we have underachieved, so we got to add a little bit more spice, a little bit more shooting, then you do that. I didn't expect the world from the Bulls. We heard a lot of questions, rumors, innuendo about what the Bulls are going to do. You heard from Jay Williams there talking about it. But I just thought they'd add a little shooting. I kept hearing Caruso's expendable for, another sh- for more shooting and a draft pick. That's what I kept hearing. And none of that even happened. There's no excuses. There, there are no excuses. And as fans out there, you're just trying to get through your day, get to your week. Oh, the weekend's here. And watch some Bulls basketball, have a good meal, hang out with the kids, do whatever it is. Dad, can we get a jersey? Yeah, who do you want? Uh, anybody but one of the Chicago basketball players. Get me a Giannis jersey. Get me a Luka jersey. Get me a this jersey, a LeBron, whatever it is. This club is literally an embarrassment. Pack our arena, buy our jerseys, buy our hats, make sure you watch our games, listen to our games, but we're going to do absolutely nothing to try and give you a product you're proud of. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how do you run a business that way? I'm not talking about the dollars and cents part. I don't care about that. doesn't go in my pocket. doesn't go in yours. goes in theirs. I'm talking about how do you run a business and come in and go, what are we talking about on the show today? I don't care. Just turn the mics on. No, that wouldn't work. Exactly. That would not work. Exactly. <laughs> so Danny would say, guys, we need to have we need to do a better job of this. Maybe we should get a new producer. We got to do more of this. Maybe we should have some more sound. Whatever the case, now nah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're going to take the next 28 books and just evaluate. Yeah. Well, I can tell you you suck. Yeah. There you have it. Embarrassing. So when we ask which general manager do you have the least faith in, you know the general managers in city in the city. It's Davidson with the Hawks, brand new. <laughs> it's Poles with the Bears. <laughs> It's Rick Hahn with the White Sox. It's mm-hmm. Jed Hoyer with the uh, Chicago Cubs. And then Art Carney here. This guy here. Correct. I just, I, I can't do that job. I can't generally manage the team and just sit there and do nothing. And I know that the thought probably from on the West side is like, well, we made all these calls and we just didn't get a return for our investment. We did not get the kind of deal that we wanted. 
Well, Cap, I think that you had to know, but even before the deadline, hey, man, this team's not going in the right direction. I better find something. Before the deadline, before the deadline, you have to look at this and say, man, we're losing against Orlando, and we're losing against some of these bad teams. Houston. Houston, like, we got to do something here. He didn't, I mean, again, the end result is zero. And I don't want to hear about Russell Westbrook because that's not the difference. As a matter of fact, if Russell Westbrook was on this team, the team would be either be the same or worse. How about that? That's what Kali wrote, too. He's, he concurs with you. Well, don't you agree with that? Uh, I do, because I don't think his skill set is what ails this team. I think they need a little more toughness. They need a little more connectivity. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Since the only way to improve the roster now are on the buyout list, mm-hmm. what about Pat Beverly? Sure. You want somebody to light a fire in there? He's a rabble rouser. Yes. <laughs> I keep hearing Minnesota may get him back. Why? He's from here. Right. He went to Marshall High School. He plays like he's broke. That guy doesn't rest on his laurels. He plays his ass off every night. Why not Pat Beverly? That's a hell of a thing to say, what you just said there. Because that means, like... He plays like it's his last time in the league. Every night. Yeah. He's got millions and millions of dollars in the bank. He acts like he's broke. Yeah. Friend of mine, Pat, said to me, that guy plays like he's broke. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a great line, Pat. I'll give you credit. I'm taking it. Yeah. It's a hell of a thing to say because it's kind of true. He plays with the dirt underneath his fingernails. He's wild. He's a wild guy. No, he's not a pure point, and we need a pure point. But I don't think there's going to be one on the market unless... Mike Conley gets bought out. I don't think that's going to happen. I need a point guard to organize my offense. I need shooting. And when I heard, hey, man, you bring Michael Reinsdorf a deal where you go, we're going to get in the playoffs at least, and then we'll see what happens, but no guarantees, he'd be like, spend it. Go ahead. I mean, even the teams that are supposed to be contending – they made deals. Even the teams that are, you know, I think there are going to be a playoff team. I'll give you an example, like a Golden State. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought a lot about Wiseman. I thought, oh, that's genius. You know, you mold and shape a young kid. And they looked at Wiseman and they said, you know, it's just not going to work. We're going to trade him to Detroit. They didn't have to do that. But Correct. What did they do for Sadiq Bay? Yeah. yeah. And it's fine. They just looked at it and said, you know what? It's just not working out. I thought the draft pick was sound at the time. It was like, mm-hmm. he's a championship team. He'll learn from Draymond and yep. those guys. It just never happened. It just didn't work. But at least even they made a move. And they have a lot of talent. Championship talent. Just hurt all the time. But it just, you know, but the Bulls, they just walk around, walk on water as if everything's fine. 28 out of 30 teams made deals. Cleveland and the Bulls did not. And Cleveland, at least, again, they're having a good season. Yeah. And they got Donovan Mitchell last summer. Like, they spent their draft uh, equity and their capital and everything. Us? We got Andre Drummond and... And And, and Rodgers. I almost said Luka Doncic. Gord Dragic. Yeah. Two capable veterans who are not the difference in winning and losing. This club? So you have Davidson over Karnaschovas, by the way, in this GM race. Is that true? I do. Okay, Kyle Davidson and the Hawks trying to build. Kyle Davidson, again, we're not going to spend time talking hockey here. That's not what we do. Yeah. He at least has acknowledged, guys, this is going to be a multi-year rebuild. I'm going to add as much draft capital as I can, and then it's up to us to crush it in the draft. Thank at, at least they, he's been honest. I got more faith in him. Thank God Davidson's there. Because if it's not Davidson saying it, you know what would happen. We're not talking about the past. What do you mean? We're not talking about the past. Okay, Rocky. What is it? 
What are you talking about? We're not over bashed. Rocky, please. Thank God for the elephant gun. He was nicer next time. 312-332-ESPN. Okay. Here, you, real quick, I'll give you my synopsis here. Oh, sure. Jed Hoyer, I got a lot of faith in Jed. They've built it into a top 10 farm system. Mm-hmm. They got, I think, three or four, depending on the list you look at, yep. top 100 prospects. He went out and spent $300 million this offseason. I'm not telling you they're the Yankees of 1927. I'm not telling you they're winning the World Series today. They are definitely trending in the right direction. I am very impressed. It's going to take time. Got no issues there. And he was part of the group that won a World Series here. Enough said. Rick Hahn. Okay, uh, Rick Hahn. Mm -hmm. Rick Hahn I like very much. I think he's an intelligent man. I think he's got good processes. He can only spend what he's allowed to spend. The biggest contract in the history of the franchise is $75 million. The Mets pay that in luxury tax. Correct. He can only do what he can do. Do I think he's made mistakes? Every GM makes mistakes. I got no issues with Rick Hahn. His bosses have to give him, empower him to do more. That's fine, but when it comes to the trade deadline, if it's not about money and if it's just about assets straight up, uh, he failed at that. A 500-ball club for a team that's supposed to be a perennial playoff team in this era, not good enough. And you know what? Rick knows it, too. I could say that boldly because Rick says it himself. Correct. It's not good enough. Now, when you tell Rick, uh, I know you've put this whole thing together and I let you tear it down and build it back up and I want you to hire my 77-year-old friend over there. No. Or, if yeah. Rick said, hey, you know what, Jerry, I got a great idea. I want to bring Tony LaRusso out of It's Rick's call. Yeah. That's not how it went down. Rick yeah. was like a, a hostage at a press conference where he has to say what they're telling him to say. I know. When they hired him. But at the same time, Cap, I mean, yes, Tony's the manager, but did Tony have autonomy on the roster, too? He had a lot of power. A lot. That's too much. Correct. That's That's not how you run a business. So that's my thoughts on the two baseball GMs. I told you about Kyle Davidson. And then there's Ryan Poles. Jury's still out. The jury's out. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. His team went 3-14. and He gave no help to his quarterback. None. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, he's got all the, he's got that red carpet rolled out in front of him. Mm-hmm. There's the number one pick. There's 93 million in cap space. Let's go. And you got a quarterback here. Let's go. We'll judge you then. He hasn't done anything. I hope he's good. And Art Carney in the basement. He's dead last for me with the plane fueling up at O'Hare. Get on it. You're out. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. If you're on hold, you will be on the air. We're talking to you about the general managers in town. Which general manager do you have the least faith in, and why is it Art Carney? Why is it Arturis Conner-Chovis? We'll get to that. Also still to come, some thoughts from Justin Fields. He made the rounds uh, here on Super Bowl week. You'll hear from Justin as well. All part of the mix on Cap and J-Hood. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J-Hood. Good morning. Devin Hester's wait for the Hall of Fame will continue after falling short this year. Patrick Mahomes won the NFL MVP award yesterday with 48 of the 50 first place votes. His second in six years. Jay Moore. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With you till 10 o'clock, and then it'll be Bluck and Abdallah from 10 to noon. 
Carmen and Yurko from t- 12 to 2. Wall and Sylvie, 2 to 6. It'll be Tyler. And then from there, it'll be Carmen and Mike North. Don't forget about that. Come on, man. Like 8 o'clock, right? For Carmen and Mike North. The odds couple. The odds couple. No, I mean B. No, I mean. <laughs> Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Until midnight. <laughs> yeah, when there's no Jimmy, just screaming Jimmy into the mic. I talked to Jimmy Miller the other day. Yes. Yes, that's who the Jimmy is mm-hmm. from Hawthorne. By the way, you know who I'm having lunch with today? Mm. Joey G. Oh, it's today. That's good. Yep. That's very good. We were supposed to go last week, and I was under the weather, and I didn't want to get him sick. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's do it today. Good. I want you to be able to uh, take a look at the lay of the land for me, so that way next time I'll go. I'll be on a flight to Nashville, but next time, you t- just take it out. Just make sure everything's good so I'm safe when I go there with you next you time. Got, you'll be safe. All right. 312-332-3776 our opponent if you're just joining us. Yeah, the Bulls did nothing. They did nothing. When it came to the trade deadline, 28 of the 30 teams of the National Basketball Association did something, and the Bulls did not. And we're asking you, your faith in the Bulls and general manager, Arturis Karnaschelvis, did not do anything. He says, I'm staying with this group. I just think that... This group showed some resiliency, improvement uh, this year because we kind of flipped the script uh, from last year beating bad teams, losing to good teams, uh, this year winning against good teams and losing to below 500 teams, staying in a lot of games. I'm like a fan base, hate to lose uh, in a lot of those close games. A lot of those games we were in it. It's just disappointing to see that our record doesn't show that we improved. By the way, as a general manager, Shay, as a general manager, be careful about talking about bad teams. You, as a general manager, talking about bad teams because you're one of them. How about that? Agree. Uh, who, who says that in public? Like, oh, we are losing to bad teams. What about you? Got any mirrors of it on the west side? Well, You're a bad about, team, too. How about saying we flipped the script? Yeah, you were way over 500 last year, and you're under this year. That's Yeah, that's good. How about also in public, Hoodie, talking about things you shouldn't say in public, talking about moves in free agency, and then all the rumors, and we know the leaks are coming out, about Zach's going to be gone this summer. Like, what are we doing? You, you're just going to punt the season away and forget about it? Like, that's okay, I guess, but... What are you doing in February telling us about moves that are going to happen in July? I would never talk about the drafted free agency because that's a telltale sign that, hey, guys, this season's over. Whatever happens, happens, but we're moving on. Really? You trying to tell us something? I would have followed up saying, have you punted on the season? That would have been my question. Why are you talking about free agency in the draft now? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Our phone. Boy, that that chair is comfortable up there on the west side, isn't it? It must say, be. Say what you want to say. Don't do anything. Put your feet up. What do you watch? Green Acres uh, reruns all day. What do you do as a Bulls general manager? Yellow. <laughs> yeah, I know. We don't want to make that. <laughs> God Almighty. Yellow. Yeah, hold on. Mark. Kobe White for LeBron. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Justin in Dallas, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, Justin. Get hey, fire. good morning, Hoodie. Good morning, Cap. Justin! Uh, you to, how you doing? If you guys could just give me a couple minutes. I know you got callers that are just as important as me, and I don't want to disrespect that time. Uh, basically, you know, you all know my feelings about this, and it's just this is no different. Uh, Hoodie, you just said it like five years ago. We were in the same position about uh, Gar and Pax. 
and they're no different. Gar, Pax, Rick Hahn, AK, Mark Eversley is all rolled into one. Um, yesterday, I was I was on a Twitter ban. I said something about the Bulls. I tweeted something that I probably shouldn't have tweeted. But, I mean, I stand on what I say because it, this is just a pure example. They didn't do nothing. And then the, I listened, I watched the interview. Well, I listened to the press conference from AK. For him to sit up there and say they just he didn't see anything, see fit, or whatever he was spewing out his mouth, like you we're we're irrelevant. Spewing. And he's becoming irrelevant. Mark Eversley, I don't even remember what he looks like. Mm. He didn't like this this is a joke. Y- young brother. And then oh, sorry. you know, Cap, we were going back and forth back around the playoffs and you were telling me just to relax, this, that and the third. And I'm like, you know what, Cap, I respect it. But look look where we're at now. They went from that to not doing nothing. It's it's just frustrating. Yeah, and I, I get I get I get emotional because I'm down here in Dallas. Uh you all and the Bulls and all my sports team is the only thing that I can hold on to. And to see that they're just failing all across the board, it really pisses me off. Yeah, and, and it really frustrates me. And the relaxed part, I think I said to you, relax, let's see what Ryan Poles does. On the Bulls, I think I was always in lockstep with you and said, Let's see what they do at the deadline. Now the deadline came and went. Put him in the crosshairs, man. No question about it. 100%. Justin, Justin, glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. Leans line open, 312-332-3776. There you go, Cap, if you don't know what Mark Everson looks like. Thank you for the picture. I'm wondering if I'm just asking the question. Hmm. Is AK a control freak and doesn't let Mark speak? I don't know the answer to that. I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask. I don't know. I'd like to hear from him. I don't know. I could, I'm sure you and I could make a call about that. That's just, I'm just asking the question. I don't have any inside knowledge on that. We don't ever hear from this dude. Mm -mm. Ever. I'd like to. Do you ever hear him say, like Jed would come on all the time, even though Theo was his boss technically, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You know the comedian's pen and teller? Yes. That's them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the little guy doesn't say anything. He just has the card tricks. Eddie from the North Side on ESPN 1000. All right, Eddie. Eddie? Eddie! Eddie going once? Oh, come on, Eddie. You got him up, uh, Jay Moore? All right. You know what? Gone. That's a blessing for all of us. Yeah. See you next week. All right, Until Eddie. then, so long for now. Jerk. Here's Cousin Pete on ESPN 1000. All right, Pete. I think the answer is Rick is by far the worst GM in Chicago. Who is? Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn. I couldn't disagree with you more. Well, tell us why, Pete. The, the guy has butchered this rebuild in every decision that it's, it's good. We hear his friends through the media say, oh, Rick Hahn is fully in charge right now. He's the guy. And then once something goes wrong, Oh, it's it's Jerry and Kenny. They won't let him do this. They won't let him do that. Either he's in charge or he's not. And if he's not, he should quit. Well, hold you know, on a second like, now. Cousin Pete, it's very easy for you, me, and Hoodie to sit here and go, well, then just walk away from the job. There's one of 30 of them. He makes whatever he makes. His dream was to be a general manager, and he should stand on principle and walk away from a multi-million dollar job. That's just ridiculous, in my opinion. He can't leak things 
to the media and have it both ways. Where there's a good decision, oh, Rick Hahn made this decision. If it goes bad, it was Kenny and Jerry. It can't, he can't have it both ways. He has to either stop getting his balls cut off or quit. One or the other. Yeah, I, I, you're entitled to your opinion. You fan how you want to fan. I disagree with you. When you look at that team and you look, there is talent there. He's the guy that made the trade that got Dylan Cease, runner-up for the Cy Young, got Aloy Jimenez, fleeced the Cubs brutally. Luis Robert, he and Kenny signed that kid out of Cuba. They beat a lot of teams for him. There is Tim Anderson. There are really, really good players on that roster. It wildly underachieved. But you can understand from Cousin Pete's standpoint, I mean, he's a, obviously a passionate White Sox fan and does not like the mediocrity. You understand. You, you get it. I mean, listen, I'm, we're disenchanted with what's going on with the Bulls, but you can understand. Same difference. You know, when you underachieve, you're going to get called out. And Cousin Pete doesn't like what's happening with and the White Sox. And he has every right to call him out. Yeah. To say he's the worst in town. I, again, I understand. You're entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. Fan how you want to be. I think that's patently unfair. All right, coming up. And by the way, the White Sox win the World Series this year, or you going to win it this year? Uh, can I watch spring training? All right, coming up next, we'll take more of your phone calls. All right, 312-332-3776. You don't need a few meaningless games to come up with your, your thoughts on the White Sox. What's wrong with you? I need to see them. Oh, okay, right. all right. Don't forget, folks. When I'm down there, Danny, it's yeah. going on your dime. Yeah, don't forget, folks, coming up uh, this summer, uh, David Kaplan hosting White Sox Weekly. We'll get some thoughts here about the general manager uh, that you had the least faith in. Still to come some thoughts from Justin Fields as well. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain Jay Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We'll hear from Courtney Cronin coming up at 835, her thoughts about the Super Bowl. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about the top days in football. Is the Super Bowl one of the top days in football? We'll explain that list coming up momentarily here on Captain Jay Hood as we go to beautiful Flossmore. Right. Here's Evan on ESPN 1000. All right, Evan. Evan. I might not come through in here. Evan. Hey, Evan. Can you guys hear me? Now, yeah, me, you're on the air. Now, hold on a second, Evan. Now, so w- you may not come through where? What you? Who are you talking to there? <laughs> a friend who was giving me a buzz. Uh, giving you a buzz? What? A buzz where? No, give me a, uh, give me a call. Okay. All right. So are you coming through tonight or not? Because he wants to know. <laughs> come through. Yes, indeed. So, right, yes, so, indeed. So biz whiz? Was, uh, so a little card game? What, what you got going tonight? A little biz? Man, I... I got to do something to get my mind off what the Bulls are doing. <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, get some with some friends and get away from the Bulls. There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. All right, yeah, it, man, it, I... it says here, Evan from Flossmore makes no sense the Bulls did nothing. What does that mean? Well, you know, when I look at the parity uh, this year, you look at teams 4 through 10, you know Brooklyn's not going anywhere. Uh, you also look at what New, where New York is and where Atlanta is. These teams are they're underperforming. Why wouldn't you make a move to put yourself in a position for a guaranteed playoff spot? Uh, it just didn't make any sense to me. And then when you look over there at the West and you see all of those lower tier teams making moves to you know jockeying, trying to get you know a little bit better. 
I just don't know how the Bulls justify not making a move at all. I'm right there with you, man. I don't know how you wake up as the executive VP of basketball operations and go, huh, 26 and 27 going into the game last night. We're good. We're good. I'm not telling you to make a trade for just to make a trade. Hey, I'll give you my Tony Bradley and you give me some other guy I never heard of. You're telling me that all those players that got moved, there was not one guy that could shoot the ball from the three available. Not one. There was not one point guard available. Not one that you couldn't trade something off your roster. <laughs> then you're incompetent to do the job. Get out. An undermanned Brooklyn Nets team beat the Bulls. I can't say I'm surprised. Did you get down on that? I told you to bet the Nets. Did you do that? So I Cap? bet. I actually bet a same-game parlay, and it got canceled because two legs of the parlay had Nick Claxton, who they declared out before the game. Oh. So they just said, void, here's your money back. So I didn't have any action on the game. And I, I told you, I was crunching. The, they had a clip on social of the broadcast from the Brooklyn side. Yeah, Eagle. And, and they're interviewing mm-hmm. Mikhail Bridges, who just got there. Mm-hmm. He didn't dress. He's in the back, like the end zone, mm-hmm. talking to some moribund New York reporter. And he said, How, what's it feel like to you know, come to Phoenix and be here? He said, I'm so excited to play here at MSG. And the guy's like, we play at Barclays. Oh. Didn't even know a building was in. Didn't even know the oh building. Oh, my God. That's the worst. You don't even know. That's Nets tradition, not Nick's tradition. Correct. Oh. Excuse me. Sorry. Didn't even know what you're like going. I can't wait to play at Wrigley. Um, You're on the White Sox. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. It's guaranteed rate. 312 332 3776 is our phone number. Southside Montice is on Cap and J Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning, Montice. Hey, how y'all guys doing, man? What's up there, man? How are you? What's cracking? Man, Southside in the house. Bulls fans, as I could spell the word Bulls. Um, Long story short, when it comes down to the GM thing, the White Sox, they did, they did some good things. Team underachieved. We don't see the Cubs heading in the right direction. We, the, the, the GM for the Bears still out. But as far as the Bulls, man, all he did was get up there and just lie to us and just say whatever flowed out his mouth because we all know the truth. Long story short, did anybody really want to, any of our players, did anybody really want to come here? Did somebody try to see how stupid he was and make a dumb deal? But at the same time, you gotta do something. Well, hold on you a second. Oh, well, hold on, Montice, because Space is on the line here talking about the same thing. Hey, Space, say hello to Montice. Cap hoodie, Montice. What up, fellas? How y'all feeling? What's up? What's up, dog? What up? What up? Hi. Hey, hey, hey! I'm gonna tell you this. I'm pissed off. Normally, I'm excited and I'm calm and cool, but I am pissed off today. How in the hell did you sit here and not make a single? Move this. Oh, we tried. We tried. Don't give me that word salad, man. You didn't try nothing. I'm so confused. Did you even pick up the phone and try to? Here's here's how bad it is. They could have called. They could have picked somebody. They could have drove past a park, a YMCA. Like, hey, we saw this guy shooting threes. He made five in a row. We're going to see what he can do. They did. It's like they didn't even try. That's a great point. By you, Montice. They literally could have driven on the south or west side of Chicago, Uh-oh. gone by the BBR or the ABC or Marillac House, and said, "Hey, who's that dude shooting all those shots? Yeah, oh, yeah, Bring him in. Give him a shot." And, and, and real Bulls fans would be like, "You know what? Let's see what this guy can do." You know what I mean? Because 
Kobe, Kobe might be working on his dribbling, but his, his that jumper still ain't reliable. DeRozan knocking him down better. Levine shooting eight a game like he's Steph, but I mean that, these are alphas. They got to do what they got to do, but not to do nothing, not to do nothing. The Bulls I'm, I'm okay just with lost to the replacements. We literally just lost to the replacements. I was mad. I couldn't watch the game because I had to go to work and do an overnight shift. And I'm 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 sneaking on my phone, about to get rolled up, trying to catch the skull. When it got to the point, I'm like, we we can't lose to the to the net. But that that's our mo, no. man. Underachieving. No, Underachieving. it ain't even worth it, guys. It ain't worth it to watch the Bulls right now. I'm so fed up with them. I'm ready to start a GoFundMe page, and I mean literally. Fire, AK, we got to put up billboards. We got to put them on buses, on planes and trains. We need signs everywhere. You know, fire them. We, we don't even know how they look. We don't, they ain't been out here. They ain't talked to us. They just, they just, they, I they, say, me, me, me you, Cassandra, we going to go suit up. We going to stand out there by the Birdo Center. We going we gonna, to we gonna knock in and do an actor. Can we get a tryout? One of us gonna make the team. We probably can shoot better than most of the guys who bring on that team. Truthfully, <laughs> the, the Burno Center doesn't exist anymore. Ah, literal cap just uh, jumped into a black man's conversation. We're in the no, city now. Nobody told you stick your beak in there. We're in the city now, they're, they're, and I want. You're telling me there is not one guy in the G League. Well, you've yes. called those games. Yes, I just went to a game with Brett and watched the the. Uh, Heard. Yeah, the Wisconsin Herd. And by the way, they should have named that team the Wisconsin Baby Bucks. That would have been a way better name than the Herd. I just watched them play the College Park Skyhawks. I saw guys jacking threes all over making shots. Yep. You're telling me there's not one dude in that league that deserves a chance. Just go, we can't make any shots. We were five for a billion last night. Come on in. I agree. Shooting. Why is Dalen Terry sitting on the bench dancing? Put him in the G League and let him play. Our player development sucks. Montese, Space, Cap, we appreciate the telephone call. Gentlemen, thank you. Coming up. You're welcome. We will have shot or no shot. Two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports.